there, Jen here, and this is A Happy Bit. I want to talk about building better boundaries with our kids. Boundaries, we know we need them. And when we first learn about boundaries, studies show we tend to maybe take a more rigid approach to those boundaries, even a cold approach. For example, let's say your teenager's at your door and wanting something, you've clearly said no two or three times, and they're still there trying to argue. You feel your energy sucking out of your body. You feel your frustration rising. You're about to lose it. So you quickly create a boundary by saying, you know what? You're making me frustrated. I can't talk about this right now. The answer is no. And you shut the door in their face. (laughs) Boundary, totally valid. It's a better boundary than having none at all. However, when you feel that you've mastered that type of boundary, I recently learned from my friend Gina Brotman from episode 105 that there is an even better way, which really resonated for me. Now, it might not resonate for you, but I want to share it and you can kind of feel into whether that might be right for you and for your family and for your situation. So Gina told me about compassionate boundaries. We all know compassion is feeling with another person, feeling empathy and simultaneously showing love through connection and feeling and emotion. Well, a compassionate boundary might look like this. Let's say that same teenager is at the door and trying to argue with you about a rule you have given them or something you've always had as a family rule and they don't like it. They've argued several times. You're feeling your tension rising, but instead of just shutting that door, you add a little element of love and connection right in there. Here's what it might look like. You could say, Honey, I hear you. I hear how strongly you feel about this. And I want to listen. I want to hear everything you're thinking. But when voices get louder and there's a lot of tension, I can't listen as well as when I'm calm. So this has nothing to do with you. I just need to take a break and calm myself so I'm ready to listen. I really want to hear what you have to say. I really want to hear your thoughts. I can tell it's so important. So after I take this little break, I'm going to be available to talk with you at XYZ time. Why is a compassionate boundary perhaps a little better than just a cold cut and dry boundary? Well, the compassionate boundary helps someone who is frustrated feel heard, feel important, know you care how they feel. I know we've all been on the receiving end of a boundary when someone ends a conversation or tells us no flat out, and we might not feel heard or understood. We might not feel validated. And we just want to get our perspective across that compassionate boundary of, honey, I hear you. I can tell this is really important to you. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear your story. I want to hear how you feel. I just need this little break here to restore my energy to the right place. And then I'll be ready to listen to you. It's giving that little bit of love and connection and and validating the relationship and then getting what you need. The point of boundaries is to preserve our precious energy and our precious time so that it aligns with what's important to us. And when we're first learning about boundaries, we might have to use that cut and dry cold approach because it's really hard to have boundaries when you're first learning. However, as you begin to master it, you can graduate from boundaries 101, maybe shift up to boundaries 201, and try Gina's compassionate boundaries approach where, yes, you're going to have the same boundary, but you use more I statements. 
I'm feeling tense. I need a break. I want to hear what you have to say. I can tell it's really important to you. And you're validating that what they feel and think is super important to you. It's all about the connection and the relationship more than self-preservation. There's a little bit of both happening. So that is one interesting way you might try building better boundaries this week with your kids. Try it with chores, try it with conversation styles, try it with whatever is coming up that might be sucking your energy or causing you to feel a way that doesn't feel as good to you. In the end, boundaries are about helping us feel the way we want to feel. And the compassionate boundary in extension is really about helping everyone in your family feel the way that you collectively want to feel. Boundaries 101 is about your feelings, valid, perfect, wonderful. Boundaries 201, you get so good at regular boundaries for yourself that you extend it and start helping everyone in your family feel the way they want to feel. One of my kids yesterday was just surly and grumpy. And this is my 14-year-old. And I couldn't figure it out because he and I have a really, really good relationship. So rather than just drawing a boundary and saying, I'm not going to talk to you right now, you're not being kind or respectful. I said, oh, I can tell you're really stressed out. I'm starting to get stressed out. Let's both just take a break, take naps, whatever we need, and talk later. And it totally worked, helping us all to feel the way we want to feel. So that's my happy bit on boundaries. I hope it helps. I would love to hear your thoughts about it. Come over to my Instagram at jen.riday or Facebook, jenriday, and let me know your thoughts. I'll be posting about this happy bit and would love to hear how you're going to apply it in your life. Thank you so much for being here and I wish you some beautiful boundaries this week. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Vibrant Happy Women podcast at www.jenriday.com.